Welcome to another edition of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo with Colleen Daniel, who is social distancing by broadcasting from home, along with the entire About Mansfield news team. Dennis Webb is reporting from home. Stacy Main and Robbie Terry are on assignment this week. We appreciate you being here. This is episode 25, and we want to thank you for being a part of our success as we watch our listener numbers grow each week. Coming up on this episode, we have news and local weather for the upcoming week. And as always, we will conclude this episode with the trivia question of the week for a $25 gift card to Fish City Grill. Let's take a look at this week's headlines. Cancel Juneteenth event opens the door for two new events. Community leaders team up to create a new line of dialogue. Tarrant County commissioners set up small business grant program. Is COVID-19 getting better or worse in Mansfield? Search for a wrench-wielding woman ends in arrest. Man's best field is more than just a walk in the park. Are they coming or are they not? The latest on HEB's plans for Mansfield. Alexa is here with the weather, and we have an in-studio interview with the director of the Mansfield Convention and Visitors Bureau, Teresa Cohagen. Yes, Virginia, Mansfield has a tourism bureau, and we'll tell you all about it. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is about Mansfield. Hi, this is John with Pool Aid, your local pool care specialist. With the exceptional amount of rain that we've experienced so far this year, spring is a vital time to clean pool filters, skim leaves and debris, and keep skimmers clean to ensure proper circulation as well as keep your pool sweep in good working condition. If you have any questions or concerns or need a certified professional to help keep your pool safe and clean, visit us on the internet at poolaid.net. That's poolaid.net. We're here for you. Hi, I'm Carmen McMillan, Executive Director of Mansfield Mission Center, inviting you to make our thrift store your one stop for shopping, donating, and volunteering. When neighbors buy your donations, the proceeds help other Mansfield neighbors in need with free services including financial assistance, employment help, food, medical, dental, and vision care. Voted Best Thrift Store in 2019 by Living Magazine, the Mansfield Mission Center Thrift Store is located at Broad and Walnut Creek. For more details, visit Visit our website at mansfieldmission.org. That's mansfieldmission.org. Hi, this is Jan Cox. And this is John Cox, owner of Stevens Garden and Grill. And you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. Friday, June 19th has been a special day, especially in the African-American community, as it commemorates the emancipation from slavery in Texas on that day in 1865. The 34th annual Juneteenth celebration in Mansfield has been canceled due to COVID-19, which opens the door for two new events. Mobilize Against Racism is being promoted as a peaceful car caravan demonstration starting at Bethlehem Baptist Church on Friday morning. Organizer Corinne Fiagami explains how this all came together. I listened to national news about a caravan against racism that happened in the Bay Area, and it really spoke to me. And this caravan idea seemed to be one for people like me who want to get out, show our support for um, the issue of acting against racism and for justice without exposing ourselves to COVID-19 and exposing our family members. And so essentially... What happened as listening to the news um, brought together myself, some other MISD parents, the MISD Mansfield High School BSA group. Now we have some other 
people who have contributed in one way or the other, including Bethlehem Church, has allowed us to use their parking lot. And using these just kind of organic methods, we've gotten together to plan this event for Juneteenth. Fiyagami said it's crucial to remember Juneteenth, even though the annual celebration has been canceled. So it was important for us to have something on that date to fill in the gap that we would not have another event that day for Juneteenth, but then also just connecting back to the message of the fight for freedom is still going on. The hour-long rally will make its way through the streets of Mansfield starting at 10 a.m., and the route will be made available to those who register. People who um, register to attend either via Facebook or at mobilizemansfield at gmail.com will receive a very detailed map of the path. In general, the plan is to go east on Broad Street, which, we, as we know, is very important to our city in a lot of ways connected to the history of our city. And then we're going to turn right, turn right, turn right, and turn right again. So that's going to give us a circle um, around Mansfield. We're going to go through some residential communities. We're going to go through some um, industrial areas. We're going to go past Main Street and through historic downtown Mansfield. And we will end at Chandler Park. Fiagami recommends that you leave your Indy car at home. It's closer to how slow can you go than um, a road race. The idea is to come as a caravan, um, decorate your car in peaceful, respectful ways that show your support for the message. And um, that will that will give the the words to what we're we're doing. And we'll primarily be in the right lane as we go along the path. We'll have our hazard lights on. We will go at least five miles per hour, but up to probably about 20 or 25 miles per hour along the route. And remember, these are in areas that are about 40 to 45 miles per hour. It's the next generation that inspired Viagami to organize Friday's road rally. A team of, of students over at Mansfield High School who really kicked it off here in Mansfield, of showing us all how it can be done in a very peaceful way. And then also, there's more to come. I already know that there will be a webinar the afternoon of Juneteenth that will be led by Michael Evans with involvement from the chief of police and others that are talking about next steps what to do beyond the protest. To register for Friday's Mobilize Against Racism rally, you can send an email to mobilizemansfield at gmail.com. Mansfield community members will be able to watch a one-hour online forum Friday afternoon as Bethlehem Baptist Church Pastor Michael Evans is teaming up with a group of local and county leaders to start a semi-regular dialogue about race relations in our community. Michael Evans explains. On this particular Juneteenth in Mansfield, uh, we're going to host a community conversation on race relations. And uh, what we are believing together is that uh, we, we see that uh, we have civil unrest throughout our country. There are demonstrations, there are protests, rightfully so, uh, taking place uh, because of the injustices uh, against uh, people of color. And one of the things that uh, we have learned, I think many of us over the years, 
is that when we get to know each other, when we sit down and converse with each other, uh, we learn that uh, we are more alike than we are different. So uh, we're hosting this community conversation on race relations uh, that will uh, have in attendance our um, police chief here in Mansfield, our mayor, David Cook, Gregory Mentor, who is the uh, MISD police chief, Dr. Kimberly Cantu, our MISD superintendent, um, the Honorable uh, Devin Allen, who is our county commissioner, uh, Precinct 2, uh, the Honorable Kenneth Sanders, Justice of the Peace, uh, Court Number 7, and uh, the uh, Dr. James Tucker, who is a behavioral uh, specialist uh, with Arlington Independent School District. Pastor Evans hopes that Friday's forum is the first of many open dialogues. Our hope is that this is the first of four of these uh, type conversations. Number one, uh, when we come together at 3 p.m. on uh, June 19th, that Friday, we're hoping that we start the process of talking, talking to each other. That's the dialogue. But then we want to come back about three months later, and we want to uh, do somewhat of, a, of an accountability check. We want to make sure that the things that were talked about, the questions that were asked uh, by the uh, public that uh, these matters were looked into, and uh, we're hoping uh, that actual adjustments or changes are being made and will be made uh, for the betterment of the entire community. For more information and to register your question for the panel, log on to mansfieldstrong.com. Tarrant County has officially launched the Tarrant County Small Business Assistance Grant Program, a relief program designed to provide financial assistance to very small businesses that have been adversely affected by COVID-19. The program has been developed for those who most likely have found it difficult to apply for and access other federal grants or loans through the SBA or traditional banks and lending institutions. This grant program is aimed at assisting small businesses with the costs of business interruption caused by required closures. The dollar amount of individual grants will be determined by the financial information provided, the number of eligible grant applications received, and the funding pool available, with no individual grant being more than $10,000. For the complete list of guidelines, log on to our website, aboutmansfield.com, and click on the Links tab. Is COVID-19 getting better or worse in Mansfield? About Mansfield's roving science reporter, Dennis Webb, has the story. Thanks, Steve. When the COVID-19 epidemic started, it was hard to know what to pay attention to. Lots of national and state reporting. But if I were to get sick here in Mansfield, it is probably because the virus is here. So, is the COVID-19 virus in Mansfield? Yes, it is. Every day, Tarrant County Public Health reports on its known cases of the infection on their website and tells how many of the cases are in each of its cities. We currently have some people in Mansfield who can spread the infection to others. As of Monday, June 15, 2020, the county reported that 154 Mansfield citizens had been diagnosed as carrying the virus. 74 have recovered and 5 have died. A little arithmetic, 154 cases minus 74 recoveries would give you the estimate that about 80 of our fellow citizens are able to pass the virus to other people today. 80 people with the virus is a very small number in a town of 70,000, but experts tell us that until the daily new cases are declining, there are a number of unknown number of contagious people who have not been identified and don't know that they have the virus and they aren't in quarantine. Is the COVID-19 virus spread in Mansfield getting better or worse? Actually, neither. 
For the last two weeks, there's been a steady average of a little over two daily new cases in Mansfield every day. That's two new people that get the virus or have been detected to have the virus. The painful economic shutdown we all did stopped the feared exponential increases in cases, but we're not seeing a decline in daily new cases in Mansfield or the whole of, of Tarrant County, which has much larger numbers. Two new cases each day is a very small number against 70,000 citizens in Mansfield, though it's not zero, so the virus is still spreading person to person in Mansfield. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has recently put out three public service announcements, one featuring Nolan Ryan, another George Strait, and Dallas Cowboy Jalen Smith, hitting the high points of the message the governor wants to give us. When you're out of the house, maintain your distance from other people, wear a mask, wash your hands a lot. I'm reporting for About Mansfield. This is Dennis Webb. Thank you, Dennis, and it's good to have you as a part of the About Mansfield news team. Saturday started out to be a beautiful sunny day, just like most days in Mansfield, until a woman retrieved a wrench from her vehicle and shattered the glass door at the public safety building on East Broad Street. The suspect left the site in a white Volkswagen SUV. In a bizarre turn of events, a Mansfield police officer was patrolling FM 917 Monday morning when a vehicle suddenly stopped in front of him in the main lanes of travel. A female exited her car while carrying a metal object as she approached the officer's Tahoe. The suspect began yelling while striking his passenger side window with the object until the glass broke. The officer took the woman into custody for intentional criminal mischief, and it was later determined that she was the same woman who damaged the glass door on Saturday. The suspect was charged with two counts of criminal mischief. Police officials are unsure of a motive. It's more than just a walk in the park. Man's Best Field has finally opened after months of anticipatory drool. Took my dog Copper out to Man's Best Field Dog Park last week where we met up with Ann Beck, Marketing and Communications Manager for Mansfield Parks and Recreation. The park was christened on Wednesday to little fanfare thanks to coronavirus, but there are big plans to come. We held a uh, ceremonial ribbon cutting. It was just council and park board and city staff here. Normally with ribbon cuttings when we open a new park, we have a a big festivity and and all sorts of big uh, parties and whatnot, but uh, because of the COVID, we're still not able to host large events and so we couldn't really have the kind of party that we had been planning to hold back in March. But we didn't want to wait any longer now that we were able to at least uh, open the park. We wanted to go ahead and get it open and then later this year they'll be opening the manhouse renovation uh, hopefully around end of August so we're hoping to do something in conjunction with them and have a big celebration later in the year for everybody. Man's Best Field is located in the 600 block of West Broad Street less than a two minute drive from the corner of Main and Broad in historic Mansfield. After the short walk from the parking lot to the seven acre park you will notice four adjoining paddocks for the dogs, two for large and two for small dogs. Each of the paddocks is about an acre. The large dog paddocks are larger, um, as to be expected. Big dogs need more space. Uh, The large dog paddocks also are a lot hillier. Um, The small dog ones are a little bit flatter. Um, But again, it's it's appropriate for the little pups that are going in there. All of them are really wooded. Uh, They've got tons of natural elements like rocks and trees and branches even. We tried to leave as much natural as we possibly could. It's a gorgeous piece of property. It slopes downwards towards Walnut Creek. But wait, there's more. This is phase one. 
of our dog park. So phase two, we will be adding another paddock with a covered pavilion and some tables because it's a very popular thing at dog parks to hold dog birthday parties and dog weddings. Phase three will actually be able to connect the dog park to the Walnut Creek Linear Trail. Phase three is still a couple of years away, but the Walnut Creek Linear Trail not only connects with Town Park on Main Street, but several other city parks and will eventually extend to Joe Pool Lake. Within each of the paddocks are low-level drinking fountains for the dogs, as well as plastic bags for the owners to clean up after their pets, which should be registered with the city before visiting the park. It's already a city ordinance and has been for a very long time that you have to have your dog registered. So we are requiring everyone who comes in the park to be registered. We're also requiring non-residents to register, which is sort of unique. A lot of dog parks don't do that. But basically all registration does is make sure that we have contact information and current rabies vaccine for every dog that visits. While we were there, we met a lot of happy dogs and their owners. And my dog's name is Zeus. He's an English Mastiff and he's huge. How much does he weigh? About 185. I have a chocolate lab and his name is Ashton. Ashton? Yes. He is brown with a white spot on his chest and he is longer and he is 90 pounds. Bluebell is a Great Pyrenees mix. We have no idea what she's mixed with. Something smaller because she's not nearly as big as she should be for being a Great Pyrenees. My dog's name is Rudder. Rudder is a five month old cream colored lab and um, he's about 55 pounds, so he's going to be a big dog. My dog's name is Cosmo. He's crazy. <laughs> he's a one-year-old giant puppy golden retriever. And he loves it. This is his first time here, and he's having a great time. You can see. All in all, the dog park opened to rave reviews. It's wonderful. This is our second day. We've been here, and Ryder loves it. We'll, we'll be here every day. It's amazing. It's so close to my house. I really like it. It's got a lot of shade, and it's got a lot of space for all the dogs, and so it's really pretty. Very good. I love it. It's very open, which is great, and has lots of shade and seats, so it's great. It's perfect. It's wonderful. Uh, we don't go to a lot of dog parks, but we've been to some. I love how shady it is. It's open. Lots of room for the dogs, and so far all the dogs have been really sweet and nice. Yes, I went by Rose Park and everybody was walking their dogs. I'm thinking they don't know about it yet, so they need to get out here and check it out. And for those people who are still walking their dogs at Rose Park? I'd say you're missing out. Come on over here, let your dog get some energy out, and you can meet some people, have your dog meet some dogs, and have some good time playing. For more information on location, hours, and registering your dog, log on to mansbestfield.com. And if you happen to see a friendly Rottweiler Chow Mix. That could be copper with one of my family members in tow. It's been years since the HEB Grocery Group purchased the land at the southeast corner of Broad and 287 here in Mansfield, leaving future customers with the question, when are they going to open? HEB does not speak publicly about their future plans, so we reached out to City of Mansfield Director of Communications and Marketing, Belinda Willis. Well, the latest with HEB is pretty much the same thing that's been with HEB for quite some time in that we don't know. HEB is notoriously mum about its expansion plans. They just don't talk about it. They really don't have to because the company is very popular and they have legions of fans and people who will drive miles and miles out of the way just to shop at their stores. But I can tell you that they own the property at the southeast corner of US 287 and East Broad Street. 
our agreement with HEB says for us to provide the elements within that agreement that HEB wanted, which was basically some infrastructure at that site, they would need to have their store open by summer of 2021. Willis adds that in the meantime, Mansfield residents can always visit the Burleson or Waxahachie locations. There are a variety of outdoor days coming up this week, including Thursday, which is National Go Fishing Day, as well as International Picnic Day. Friday is National Take a Road Trip Day, and Sunday is National Seashell Day. So if you happen to be down by the seashore, don't forget to look for seashells. And if you collect enough seashells, you might be able to sell them. I recommend selling the seashells to Sally, who in turn will also sell her seashells by the seashore. That's right. Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Let's find out if Mother Nature is going to cooperate for the seashells for the entire week. Alexa? Here's the weather in Mansfield for the next seven days. Wednesday, 96 degrees Fahrenheit and lots of sun. Thursday, 96 degrees and lots of sun. Friday, 97 degrees and partly sunny weather. Saturday, 96 degrees and mostly sunny weather. Sunday, 98 degrees and partly sunny weather. Monday, 95 degrees and lots of clouds. Tuesday, 94 degrees and mostly sunny weather. Looks like perfect weather to sell seashells by the seashore. The Tarrant Regional Water District recommends that your lawn in Mansfield needs no more than three-quarters of an inch of water this week. Be sure to water early in the morning or in the middle of the night to reduce evaporation from the sun and wind. For more watering and irrigation tips, log on to waterisawesome.com. That's a look at news and weather. By the way, happy Father's Day this Sunday to all the dads that are listening right now. I don't know what your day will be like, but I'm sure mine will involve a hot grill, a refreshing pool, and a frosty adult beverage. If you have a news tip that you would like us to follow up on, send us an email to news at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is news at aboutmansfield.com. Just a reminder to follow this podcast so you will be automatically notified when a new episode is released. The easiest way is to log on to our website at aboutmansfield.com and enter your email address under the Follow Podcast by Email heading on the homepage. And if you own an Amazon device, listening is as easy as saying, Alexa, play the About Mansfield podcast. And by the way, thank you for all the five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Coming up after the break, we will talk in studio with Teresa Cohagen, director of the Mansfield Convention and Visitors Bureau. We're going to find out exactly why we have a tourism department and who's paying for it. Stay with us. I'm Steve Casillo with Colleen Daniel and the rest of our news team. And this is about Mansfield. It has literally carved the landscape of the planet itself. Yet beyond its beauty and its grace, it is essential to life itself. Water, it's awesome. Enjoy it. Just don't waste it. Visit waterisawesome.com. In 1999, Mansfield Cares was founded to be the safety net for those in need in our great city. Mansfield Cares built the first free medical dental eye clinic and the warehouse that is home to the only food bank in Mansfield. Our city's seven food pantries, Feed the Kids program, Back to School Bash, and college scholarships have all benefited from Mansfield Cares. Become a part of Mansfield's safety net. Donate today at mansfieldcares.org. That's mansfieldcares.org. 
Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, and in the studio today, we have a, uh, a young lady who has been with the city of Mansfield for uh, since 2006. She started as the city's special events supervisor, and then 2011, she became the tourism manager for the Mansfield Convention and Visitors Bureau. Yes, city of Mansfield has a tourism department. <laughs> Teresa Cohagen, welcome to About Mansfield. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Every time I go around talking to people in the city, they, did you know that we have a tourism department? And they're like, no, no. Let's let's find out about not only about the tourism department, but also about, about yourself. And Absolutely. How, how did you get started in the tourism business? First, let's start with that before we get into how you became the tourism manager for the city? Sure. Um, well, first of all, I, I went on a completely different path. I originally graduated with a degree in nutrition, and I started doing events years ago, just 5Ks, uh, health events, things like that. And I actually came to the city. I was recruited here because we were at the time looking at doing a large-scale fitness facility, and that was my background. Yeah. So I was here from 2006 to 2008 as the manager of the Mansfield Activity Center. So I was uh, there, and we started to do some events, um, kind of had a flair for events because of what I did with nutrition. Started looking at other areas that I could possibly go to. Um, the city said, we we're actually thinking about starting in an event position. So in 2008, I took on the role of the first special event supervisor and um, had a blast. Started rocking forth and a couple of other events. That was, um, you start. You started the rock and forth. I did. Wow. I did. Yeah. I was, didn't know that. It was. It was probably within two months from me mm -hmm. starting my position. They were like, you know, we'd like have an idea. We'd like to do a rock and forth of July, and so we went uh, full throttle for two months, wow. and and it was fun. Yeah, we had a good time. Um, and it's always been at the Big League Dreams. It has always been at BLD. Okay. Yes, Big League Dreams. And uh, that was actually the first year that it opened. So that was part of the whole correspondence. So, hey, we should have a firework. It, it's funny because when we first did it that first year, we expected about two, 3,000 people and we had the gates closed. And it kind of looked like that opening day of the zoo. Oh, yeah. Where people yeah. were, you know, standing there. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, we're a little bit, uh, you know. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed here, <laughs> which is a good thing, you know. But, yes. So, but you asked asked about uh, the tourism department. And so 2010, I started to become part of um, a regional group where we had um, s different cities coming together because the Super Bowl was coming into town. Oh, yes. So we started to focus in on um, how we can regionally be a part of that conversation. And um, just started visiting with different sports bureaus and with BLD coming into the play at that point, And there was some talk, which we now have, of other sports venues coming, kind of started taking on that role. And so really from 2010 till 2011, I did a dual. Mm -hmm. I kind of was the special events person. And then I was also taking on um, kind of tiptoeing into the CVB world, uh, so to speak. Um, and then it kind of evolved into, hey, this is a little bit more than I can handle as, uh, you know, doing two different roles here. So that then they opened up a position um, in 2011 and I applied for it and 
I was going to ask you, did you create your own job? But no, they, they created one for you. They create, they, well, I it, did kind of create it, I guess, because I went out and got the business. So, yeah. which I, I created work for myself, which is good. I think it, it became apparent that I was, um, I was getting spread out too thin. And, and mm-hmm. the CBB world is very specific with um, what we bring to the city. And it's a little different than just from a special events perspective. So, And part of going out and getting the business, you go to conventions all over the country and promote I do. the city. And it, it, talk about what, sure. what happens at these conventions aside from uh, what doesn't happen. At <laughs> well, we actually, we don't go to conventions. So like, like a typical convention, we do what's called a reverse trade show. Yeah. So we'll go, and um, we've gotten quite a bit of business from them. What you, what we'll do is we'll, it's like a dating service. You'll go in and you'll pick. You know, we've got this option, this option, and it for us, it's we only uh, go to trade shows that are related to sports right now because right. we started to kind of tiptoe into. Um, there's a huge religious travel market and group travel. We just don't have the facilities right now to accommodate that. So we've we've we have a small budget, so we have to figure out where we can go that will have the most bang for our buck, and that's sports right now. So we we continuously go and um, we go on our speed dating where we pick out our our top ten venues, and then event promoters will match up with us. And so we'll actually have uh, on a two day show we'll have 30 40 appointments and they're 10 minutes and you it's basically selling what you have for 10 minutes to you know a group that's going to potentially come to Mansfield and the person behind us might be from Frisco or Arizona it's actually one of the questions what are the, some of the other cities that you're competing with uh, in Texas we compete with Round Rock quite a bit huh. uh, Frisco we compete a little bit with West Texas out like Amarillo area. Mm-hmm. We are in the Metroplex, a pretty big player for a small city as far as sports venues. And I'm not talking about, um, you know, obviously Arlington. We work a lot with the Arlington CVB and Fort Worth and Dallas. But what we offer is a lot of youth and regional tourism opportunities that perhaps the bigger cities a group coming into town, it's too expensive to utilize their facility. So, so they go to a smaller, smaller venue. So I've got this softball tournament of uh, 17 teams. We're looking for a city to hold our tournament. And it's, yeah, it just depends. I mean, we do a lot of national with like USA events. So there's all, I mean, USA hockey, USA gymnastics, USA. I mean, so with each individual event, we have to meet with them. And so there's like 15 of USA's and then um, NCAA and, you know, USSA. I mean, there's all these different groups. So they might have an umbrella of what they do, mm-hmm. but we might only be soliciting for one of the sports. And so um, it's kind of hard to even get in with them. So we, we'll, we'll go on something that we know we have a, a strong pull Right. If we're especially if we're trying to go into a um, uncharted territory, so to speak, you know. And then you have a, a close relationship not only with Big League Dreams but also with the Star Center, Star and- Center, Fieldhouse USA, mm-hmm. um, BLD, the school district. Okay. We um, and we host what's called a quarterly tourism partners, and so all of those venues will come, um, as well as our hotels. 
We also, um, if you go to Visit Mansfield, uh, our website, we can you can kind of see all of our uh, event venues because we even have a lot of people that come into town. People are surprised at how many weddings Mansfield host. Sure. So weddings. And I think post-COVID, we will have a lot of family reunions, may or may not. <laughs> and and that's visitmansfieldtexas.com. It is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's talk about weddings then. Where are some of the popular wedding spots around town that... Well, we have one that's a little bit uh, further west of town called Classic Oaks. We also have uh, Aristide. You're right. Um, we even have wedding venues that are on the cusp of Mansfield and Midlothian, Blair Lodge. There's a few that are out, kind of on that outskirts, um, but we get the hotel stays and the wedding parties that come into town. So. So you also work close because you are now officing in the Parks and Rec building. You you work closely with the Parks and Rec department? A- absolutely. So obviously I was in Parks and Rec. So when I uh, moved into our own department, which I was a department of one for five years, we worked together because I was already officed there. And um, a lot of our events utilize parks and recs. So, I mean, we, we have to, you know, have the fields help, help with the fields. Um, we might need to have help, um, loading things out. So they're a great partner. We try to be a good partner with them. They, they obviously have a lot more staff than we do, but, um, so yes, we, we actually do host an event together too with the parks and rec special events personnel, which, which is Angie Henley. Right. And so, um, Part of under the CVB, I don't know where you're going with this, but we also have uh, Mansfield Commission for the Arts. Right. And so we do a, an event in the fall called uh, Music Alley. And so it helps that we're all together. So that's that's a culmination of all three. It is. It's a music, mu- music Alley is Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. Visit Mansfield, and the Mansfield Commission for the Arts. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Now... Are my city taxes paying for the tourism department? Oh, yeah, the question I always get. No, your city taxes are not paying for Visit Mansfield. Our operation budget, salaries, um, comes out of what's called hotel motel tax. Yeah. And hotel motel tax is a tax that you pay at a hotel that is specifically spent to bring in visitors to the area. So it's money that's spent, you know, regenerating revenue. And that tax, it's not just in Mansfield. These are at hotels Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. So um, in hotel tax, there's a state tax and then there's a city tax. And the city can actually determine their specific tax that they charge. Um, And Mansfield's is pretty standard. We're six and seven. So a total tax of 13. Um, I think the highest in the state right now is El Paso at 17 or 18 percent tax. Mm. Yeah. So... You're not you're not funded by the property tax or sales tax. You're you're no. when, when somebody stays at a hotel in Mansfield. That partially uh, what they're paying for their their hotel room is actually paying your salary and your your department salary. That is correct. Yeah, and I actually um, we we get that question a lot. And really, part of what our mission is is to bring people into town which then benefits the city residents because as they stay here, they're going to go eat here, they're going to shop here, and then that benefits the city because they're spending sales tax dollars of residents. They're not residents spending that money. So it's, you know, it's new. I call it new money, new money into town. Can I tell you about a big tourism tip? Sure. Okay. Love tips. All right. Coming to Mansfield. Yes. All right. I had a guy on the show last week, and... 
And so he launched the tip on my show last week. In 2024, okay, okay. I, don't know, I don't know where we're going to be in four years. Okay. April 8th, 2024. April 8th, 2024. There will be a total eclipse of the sun in Mansfield. Oh, that would be a fun little. Now, not only in Mansfield, as, as, I was this, say, as, as this guy said. When you said, get a Midlothian, it, will, it right. won't happen there? It actually will. It'll be a partial okay. in Midlothian. Okay. He, he said uh, the line, I think he said, goes from Ennis to Hillsborough. But, you know, okay, so maybe maybe Midlothian will be yeah. part of it. Um, three and a half minutes of total darkness. Okay. So you, if you remember back in 2017, yes. up toward the Kansas City area and across oh, yes. the... There was this, a huge... Right. He was telling me that, that he went up into that area. He said there were a lot of small towns that were unprepared for... The, the influx the, of traffic? The, <laughs> yes. And the amount of people that, that just descended to... Because I guess a total solar eclipse is pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And... Um, and so he was. He mentioned this on this guy. He's a local astronomer. Okay. And so he's. I was going. I was going to say, who is he? Yeah. He's. This is what he's. <laughs> Do we know him to be factual? Yes. Okay. Very much. He worked for NASA for thirty six okay, years. Okay. Well, there you got that. Okay. All right. And uh, yeah, so he told me on the show last week that that uh, April eighth, twenty twenty four. Okay. He says this is going to be a boon for tourism for the city of Mansfield. And I said, you know what? Coming up next week. I just happen to have the tourism manager, and that was total coincidence. That this is, is this is not why I asked you here, but he said be sure to mention it w- to you. Okay, that um, well, that's that kind of is a nice segue though, because we you know people think that events come into town and it's just like boom, it popped up. Right, events that are happening in twenty twenty were planned and we we solicited and have been working on them. For two years, sometimes three years, um, we had an event in 2014 that was started in 2012. Hmm. So it's, I mean, a lot of these events, especially for bid process, starts several years before. You have to bid on things. We don't just, oh, yeah. we don't just go, oh, we're going to, you know, we, you have to solicit. And then you, you, turn, you turn, they turn in an RFP. We kind of match up and see if this is going to be a good marriage. Request for proposal? Yes, a request for proposal. Okay. So um, it, it's fun. And uh, so we'll put that on the books, 2024. There you go. April 8th. April 8th. 2024. So I see that as April 5th through April 9th. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> People will be coming to yes. uh, to Mansfield. Okay. So, give your website. Visit mansfieldtexas.com. Okay. Is there anything I've missed that you would like to promote before I uh, move on? We've got several things that are happening. Um, we we've obviously been in COVID nineteen, sure. so that has changed our our focus that we had a few months ago. Um, we we have gone into. Um, Help mode. We've we've looked at different ways that we can promote the city. Um, you have to be very careful at this point to how how you promote um, ways to be safe. We want to make sure that we're safe bringing visit- visitors into town. I will say that we are in a, a the best possible location mm-hmm. in the state, and I feel like in the country for recovery process. Texas is is recovers a lot faster than a lot of other areas. We we also um, are in a push to recover, so right. that helps us. Um, and then with our specific market, with um, sports and the the feeling that we're getting is that starting in July, we're we're going to be hopefully back back in business. And so um, 
We've got a couple of uh, large tournaments that are coming into town. Um, we have started, and I'm not going to give you the name of it. Okay. I'm going to let people go to our website and go to our social media pages. The, the 15th of June, we're going to drop a, our whole summer branding campaign where we're working with um, five other cities. And it's going to be a cool... Um, just I think of a Texas vibe and a and a staycation type vibe to it. So it's it's going to be fun. June, the week of June fifteenth, twenty twenty four, twenty twenty, twenty. Yeah, that's that. Okay. That's a whole other vibe. Twenty twenty four. You ready for the rapid fire round? Sure. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. I just need an answer. Don't even think about okay. it. All right. Here we go. This is, this is the fun part. Of okay. The, uh, all right. Okay. Rapid fire. Uh, what's your favorite tourist destination? Long Beach. Do you prefer to walk, drive, or fly? Walk. <laughs> Oceans or mountains? Uh, mountains. On a scale of one to 10, rate yourself as a tourist. Uh, seven. The least favorite thing you've eaten while on vacation? Barbecue. Really? Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Name a celebrity you'd like to travel with. Mm, Madonna. Which American city has the best-looking citizens? San Francisco. Not Mansfield? No. Wow. No. Mansfield's got some good-looking good cowboys. I, you know, I mean, not being from Texas... Um, it was, uh, I, I don't know how much time we've got here, but uh, I, we got all the, we time, got all in the, the time in the world. <laughs> no, I had an expectation when I moved to Texas of what people would look like. Mm -hmm. And I, when I was, I, I moved here for college and when I flew in, I flew in to, uh, Dallas love field and looked very different, looked really similar to other areas that right. I had lived in. Um, so I was a little disappointed because I was like, where's the longhorn on the Cadillac? Where's the boots? Where's all this? So when I moved here, um, I, I drove in West Texas from, from Gallup, New Mexico through oh, Amarillo. There they are. And I was like, there's Texas. There's, <laughs> that's what I was expecting. So, uh, yeah, actually that's, that's one of our biggest, uh, compliments. We've, I'll tell you, where do you think the farthest in the United States that someone has come here for something that we have done. One of our groups. Kansas City. How about Hawaii? Hawaii. Yeah. We had what some, was the event? It was for the NCAA uh, Regional Golf Championship, and they were here for like six days. Hmm. So it was different colleges, and they were... Well, the... Um, the tennis tournament, the Futures. Futures, gets, yes. Gets people from all over the yes, world. Yes, Futures, yeah. They, they did away Which, with that a couple uh, years ago, unfortunately. unfortunately yeah. yeah. Um, but, but the, uh, and I don't know that that's the farthest, but I remember when we heard that, and they had an expectation. And so we've, we've, <laughs> we've um, tried to, in, you know, anticipate and, and give that experience because people, when they're coming from Hawaii, they have an expectation. We're coming to Texas. We want to go to, you know, a honky tonk. We want to have barbecue. We want to. So you put on the boots and the cowboy hat and, you know, uh, we <laughs> shine up the belt buckle. And, it's it's and, funny. Uh, we're part of Team Texas, um, which is a regional uh, group that gets together that promotes Texas on a on a large scale. Mm -hmm. And they've done that several times. I actually have the Texas flag shirt and um, we have a Team Texas shirt. Uh, so. And I found out when I first started to do this that I was the only one that didn't have cowboy boots. 
And, you know, they were like, how, how are you living here and you don't have cowboy boots? So I can report that we, uh, my husband and I were out of town and I, I said, we went by an old cowboy pl- place and I said, I need to buy cowboy boots. I've been, been, been scoffed at for not sure. having proper cowboy boots. So I do have now a very cool pair of corral cowboy boots. Nice. <laughs> it took me about 10 years yeah. before I got mine. Yeah. I, we had an exchange student from Finland who wanted to bring a, car- a pair of cowboy boots home with her. And so we went out to the, the local store and, and uh, I thought, you know what? Might as well get some. It's time. I, yeah. She's over there trying those on. I'm over on this side. And I thought, yeah, those are kind of neat looking. I tried them on. <laughs> hey, they fit. Yeah. Uh, Instead of wearing dress shoes, I wear my cowboy boots. Oh, yeah. And, well, that's well, cool. Yeah, it is cool. I mean, my husband's a native Texan, and he, he, he's always had cowboy boots. So, I was, you know, it was time for me to join the, join the crowd. Teresa, you've been a hoot. Thank you. That's, that's, that's Texan for I, know. Uh, I enjoyed the interview. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Tourism manager for the Mansfield Convention and Visitors Bureau, Teresa Cohagen. Thank you for all you do for the city. Thank you. I appreciate and, it. And um, thanks for being on About Mansfield. No problem. Thank you. We'll be right back. Hi, this is John with Pool Aid, your local pool care specialist. With the exceptional amount of rain that we've experienced so far this year, spring is a vital time to clean pool filters, skim leaves and debris, and keep skimmers clean to ensure proper circulation as well as keep your pool sweep in good working condition. If you have any questions or concerns or need a certified professional to help keep your pool safe and clean, visit us on the internet at poolaid.net. That's poolaid.net. We're here for you. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov slash sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. We welcome all feedback about the program and welcome you to chime in by sending us an email to comments at aboutmansfield.com or by voicemail at 817-435-2938. Again, that's 817-435-2938. 2938. We will read or play back some of the comments in a future episode. Congratulations to Julie Munster, who was the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question. In what year was city manager Clayton Chandler hired by the city of Mansfield? According to the city website, Mr. C was hired in 1984. Julie has won a $25 gift card to Fish City Grill. After the break, this week's trivia question of the week. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. Meet Keith, loving dad, board game champ, bus driving pro. I drive 65,000 miles in my bus each year. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. Like how there are some things I simply can't see. On my route the other day, a car tried to sneak past me and ends up right in my blind spot. I turned slowly, so I accidentally avoided it. But no car should be in the blind spot for a 40,000-pound bus. It's, it's our roads. roads. It's, it's our safety. safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. It is wildly popular. It is highly coveted. It is the trivia question of the week. The first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com 
will receive a $25 gift card to Fish City Grill, home of the world-famous Oyster Nachos. You can find them at the corner of Debbie Lane and 157 or on the internet at fishcitygrill.com. Let's get to this week's question, Colleen. Well, Steve, this week's trivia question is for those who love numbers such as degrees, minutes, and seconds. The question is, what are the latitude and longitude coordinates for the intersection of Broad and Main Street in historic Mansfield? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what are the latitude and longitude coordinates for the intersection of Broad and Main Street in historic Mansfield? Good luck, and thanks to Fish City Grill for the gift card. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, our usual array of news, talk, and information, including a fascinating in-studio interview. The show will be released on Wednesday, June 24th. Until then, don't forget to follow this podcast if you haven't already so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Just enter your email address on our website, aboutmansfield.com. We will never send you any spam. We promise. Thank you for listening. For Colleen Daniel and the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is About Mansfield.